0: We to the NBA Finals just
1: took the time off. Welcome to Off the Bounce. This is the NBA podcast that you did not know you needed in your life. I'm your host, Jen, as always. I'm joined by
2: Vic Nesh. Hey, hey. And Nissan. What's going on folks? And you know I got your fun fact. And did you guys know that Patrick McCaw has never missed an NBA finals in his entire career? He's the real GOAT. He's the real GOAT. As Katie would say he's the real MVP.
1: That's amazing. Ooh, man, as much as I want to talk about Patrick McCaw and him never missing a Finals, we got to talk about the entire team, the Raptors, going to their first NBA Finals after 24 years. 24 long years. I mean, we want to give you our predictions. We're going to talk about the Finals, the series, the matchups, and how it's going to fall. But first, let's just talk about that Milwaukee series. Everyone counted us out. We were down 0-2. There's some people in this room that thought we were out of it and didn't think that we were going to come back to win. Um, But the Raptors, once again, showed the world that they are ready to compete, that we are not afraid to cut ties with some of our best coaches, our best players, in an effort to grow and to move forward. And man, what a series it was. I want to start with you, Vignesh. What were you thinking during that series and after that series with Milwaukee?
0: Well, let me start
1: here. The,
0: the Philadelphia series was one where I got down on after that stomping that the Sixers gave us in Game 3. You know, with Giannis. I'm sorry, with Joel B doing the
1: plane and stuff. I was one of those Raptors fans. I was like, oh my gosh, this series is over. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry, I got to correct myself. So, it wasn't in Milwaukee that you had doubts. You were facing doubts in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah, I was facing doubts in Philly. Oh my goodness. Because, and then we're down 0-2.
0: In Milwaukee, but we just keep repeating. It's a seven-game series. It's a seven-game series because something just felt like it was meant to be. You know when you know you know you know you know when destiny is upon you. Mm. You know you 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 know what I mean. Mm. You know what I mean. I, I don't even know what to compare it to, right? I don't even know what to compare it to. I felt like it was meant to. It was like Harry Potter, like he was destined to kill Voldemort because neither could live while the other survived, and it was the Raptors and the NBA Finals, and all we had to do was go and play some deer hunter, mm. right? We just had to go <laughs> shoot some deer. That's all we had to do, yeah, right? Tell you.
1: Yeah, what did I, What did I tell you? I mean, at the end of the day, uh, that Philly series really brought out the best in us to showed what we were capable of. Some people want to say it was a lucky bounce. No, I really think that we went up against one of the best uh, uh, offenses in the league. Uh, one of the most underrated teams in the league, and we figured them out. We frustrated them, and we pulled four wins. You could talk about Lucky Bounce in Game 7, but we still had three other wins to go along with that. Lucky Bounce happens or it ha- doesn't happen. We were still going to go into overtime, and I really think that the momentum was still shifting in Toronto's favor. So let's put rest to the, sim- the 76ers series. I know some people like Skip Bayless out here are talking about things, chirping a little bit. no, 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 no. That's done with. Milwaukee... We absolutely stepped on their necks and figured them out. It took two games. And really, if you're looking at game one, that was ours to win. Game one, we oh, should have won that 100%. game. We absolutely lost uh, in the last few minutes of that game. We could have had this series done in, in five games. We didn't even need the full six game. But hey, we figured them out. Nick Nurse adjusted. And then he put on the people to, to to their respective players, namely Kawhi onto Giannis, and that really frustrated the heck out of them. Their shooters weren't pulling up shots; they were slowing down that that you know really run and gun offense that Milwaukee was known for. Slowed it down to a T, and we proved we proved to the fact that defense wins championships. Well, in this case, it was the Eastern Conference Championship, but we still won that thing with our defense.
2: Well, you got to take into the fact that last game. Actually, the last three series, Kawhi, yeah, he did carry us to the finals, but it was the changes that Nick Nurse went through and sticking with his guys. Like he has the faith in his guys, but making those, those, those lineup changes, where his game after game, or even just the defensive schemes. You seen it in, in the first series where he put, you know, he transitioned Kawhi onto Aaron Gordon and DJ Augustine, and then series two where he transitioned, uh, you know, Kawhi onto like Ben Simmons, and then Jimmy Butler got hot okay, give him some trouble with Kawhi Leonard. And then Kawhi Leonard, again, game three, stepping into Giannis, even Middleton at times, and sometimes even George Hill or Brogdon. They're solid players. It was definitely a series changer. Um, as a Raptors fan, I mean, one thing I didn't like is seeing, you know, we already know what we're going to expect from the American media. You know, when we were down to 0 oh, oh yeah, this is where they crumble, this is the furthest they're going to come, they're going up against MVP you know, coach of the year, possible, uh, like possibly coach of the year, um, the best team, you know, in the league this whole season, 60, 60 plus one team, right? But like you said, it's a seven game series, right? To ride them out this long, how can you not stick with it? Here's my here's here's another point that has to be made. I got two things to say.
0: Mm-hmm. The first thing is shout out to Skip Bayless who literally dissed. Nick Nurse and said he's just a roll-with-the-punches coach and he's not as high IQ of a coach as Mike Budenholzer. Mm. Well, which coach won the series? Mm. Who had the IQ to make all the necessary changes Mm -hmm. to win the series Mm -hmm. and take us to the NBA Finals? It was Nick Nurse. And secondly, right, I don't care if there's a 60-plus win team or like, you know, MVP Giannis. That offense was a one-dimensional offense in the regular season. And in the playoffs. And as soon as you frustrate Giannis Antetokounmpo, you saw that, you know, you're forcing that ball into Eric Bledsoe's hand. And time and time again, Eric Bledsoe makes bad decisions. Mm-hmm. And as much as Malcolm Brogdon is a really good player, you know, when, when he's forced to create his own shot, like, there's only so much he can do. When Chris Middleton doesn't get that wide open look, you see that all-star Chris Middleton drop down to, like, a role player, right? Mm. And obviously, we're t- we're gonna give credit to Kawhi as much as we want, but we gotta give credit to Fred Van Fleet's wife for having <laughs> that baby, Ooh. for having that baby at a, in a timely manner before Game you th- Three. You think he planned it? Yeah, you know, I you think don't know. he planned it. It's like, hey, I think she was just like, "Yo, need some like playoff motivation." She was like, "I think she was just like, I can't, I can't be there to you know, to you know, make my man feel better. I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta show my support."
2: Just. <laughs> Pop that baby right out. I mean, it's true. Like, right after he had his kid, he went from being Fred Van Vliet to Fred Van Vliet Sr. Yo. Yeah. So, it's like he upgraded. You know, you got the 2.0 update. And all of a sudden, this guy's the best shooter from, you know, three-point range in, like, apparently playoff history in the last couple games. 14 for 17. 82% from the line, from the three-point line. That is ridiculous. This was a, this was a team effort, man. Do you think do you think this is him going from like Charmander to Charmeleon or like Charmeleon to Charizard? Yeah, I think he, I think he mega evolved. Mega he mega evolved oh, for a quick oh second. Past God. Charizard. I think he mega evolved past Charizard. I mean, I, cool think, I think I think the mega evolution is probably Kawhi. Let's be real. Oh my goodness.
0: I'm still amazed by the, the stuff that comes out of your mouth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that Pokémon reference was on point um so again it was fantastic they won the series they won it in six they could have won it in five but they are now on a stage where the entire world needs to pay attention right we this is something we knew for a long long time um that the raptors were potential of greatness but you know we didn't have that superstar we kept saying it we didn't have that superstar go back to our older episodes of off the bounce we've been telling you we need a superstar give us a superstar and we will show you what we're capable of We got that superstar in Kawhi Leonard. Even when we got Kawhi Leonard, you remember, you all remember, you listen to the show, you all remember what people said. How could you fire the coach of the year, the guy that got us this far over these years, right? Well, we explained it to you. Sometimes if you're not being innovative, if you're too defensive minded and you're not innovating on offense, that's going to cost you, right? And it went on too long. Especially when you have someone, you know, in the G League that's showing that they can innovate in Nick Nurse, right? If you were to say that we're going to trade our all-star caliber player in DeMar DeRozan for a superstar player, you know, a lot of people, they would think that you're crazy. And they did. A lot of people didn't want to buy into this strategy. They thought that this was absolutely nuts. Well, look what happened. We got a perennial Hall of Famer in Kawhi Leonard. An NBA Finals MVP. We're not talking about a regular season MVP. We're talking about an NBA Finals MVP Someone that's gonna be here to compete someone that doesn't have an ego that knows how to play the game knows how to make his players better But also knows how to put the team on his back and we got here, right? a lot of people were talking smack throughout the series, but Well, what I've watched the Toronto Raptors do, mainly led by Coach Nick Nurse and obviously the star player that is Kawhi Leonard, is make all of us, including myself, look like absolute positive idiots. This is all that can be said. People look like absolute idiots. Even the few people here that we're talking about, we shouldn't have fired our coach. We shouldn't have traded DeMar DeRozan. uh, We shouldn't have gotten rid of JV and DeLon Wright for Mark Gasol. Where are those people now? Where are those people
2: now? doing uh what's the advertisement again go daddies oh still doing go uh-huh. daddy uh-huh. taking uh-huh. the international uh uh-huh. uh-huh. yeah uh-huh. you know those people probably have websites that
0: are
1: that are hosted by go daddy. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, probably no. why well listen this is what i'm trying to say like you look at everything that got us here this is not an accident this is constructed by masai ujiri right to bring in a superstar it was a gamble But he knew enough to say that this is a gamble worth taking because you don't get an opportunity like this once in a blue moon. You know what I mean? It's even rarer than that. When, yes, LeBron is gone, but you're looking at next year, a Kyrie and a KD may be pairing up in the Eastern Conference. Another challenge there, right? So looking at the landscape it is now, he looked at the landscape and he said, you know what? Boston, yeah, they're pretty stacked. But it looks like they're gonna have some trouble having to get everyone in sync. And I don't think that they can be, you know, a better team than us if we have a superstar. You look at Milwaukee, they say yes, they have a great player in Giannis, but I will take veteran experience over, especially playoff veteran experience, over a Giannis here who may have a breakthrough season with 60 wins and his Milwaukee Bucks, right? And you, again you look at the moves that were made to bring danny green along with Kawhi Leonard to kind of ease him into this transition and really be someone that can be the voice to his sort of you know uh, uh, on court uh, uh, abilities and skills and what he does there and you look at again someone like mark uh, gasol this is what frustrates me okay this is what frustrates me and it frustrates me in a good way because i get to say i told you so when this trade happened i was telling you go back to the show this is going to be a huge upgrade for the raptors because even though you may give up certain athletic abilities at certain times. And I, I got to give it a slim margin to JV. and I love you, JV, but listen, with Marc Gasol, you're getting someone that has way better playmaking abilities. Someone who is hands down, a significantly better passer and a better at empowering his players, can set up much better screens and just knows where to be. And here's a key thing that JV doesn't have. Mark knows where his shot is. He knows that it's in the high elbow to top of the key. That's where his three-point shot is, and he will not take a shot anywhere else. Look at them. Look at him play. He knows exactly where his shot is, and even though he struggled a little bit in the Milwaukee series, he knew where to be. He had that one breakout game, and he was kind of hemming and hawing through the rest of those games, but you look at the Philadelphia 76ers series. You look at the Orlando series. He shut down their key players, especially a Joel Embiid, and we will not be here without someone like him. So I got to give credit to someone like Marc Gasol, but also to Masai Ujiri to see that, to have that foresight to say, you know what, despite your age, I know what you can bring to this team, this organization, and I'm going to pick you up. So anyone that was shitting on the whole Dwayne Casey trade, the whole DeRozan trade, the whole Mark Gasol trade, y'all need to keep it quiet. We still got plenty of room on the bandwagon. You know, you can get in We're the nice back. We're nice people. Yeah. We're nice people. Just get in the back. Get in the back. The same sort of people that want to hedge their bets and say "Ah, the Raptors will never make the finals or they're not going to get past LeBron or this, that, and the other or they're going to go to the finals they're going to get so." Listen, it's okay. Listen, we get it. You, you like it when we win and you want to celebrate with us so just get a seat in the back. You'll celebrate when we win the NBA championships. Thank you. I'm sorry. I had to get that out of my system. Okay.
0: That, was, that, that just summed up a lot of what Impassionate rappers fans were generally feeling
2: about the naysayers and the haters. It's true. I mean, I get it. You know, you. We we live through a lot of doubt because you know we've been disappointed time and time and time and time again. But it's time to like cut that loose. And the Masai said in the beginning, like it. You really got to believe. You know, before the superstar, he said you really got to believe that we can attract the superstar talent. And that's I think that's the key word here is you really got to believe. Like. You say you're a Raptors fan. Now again, I'm not trying to be a hater or anything like that to anyone else that's tweeting out there or saying their stuff. But it's like, if you're a fan, just zip it and cheer them on. Don't be like, you know what? Oh, we're down by 15. Here, you know, here it goes. Well, you know what? Guess what? We were down by 15 a couple of times against the Bucks, and mm-hmm. guess what? We won. We beat them four straight, which has never happened to the Bucks this entire season. They haven't lost more than two straight. Yeah. Yeah. We beat them four straight. I mean, they, there's something called a gentleman sweep, which is like you know you lose one game, you kind of win the series four one. I don't know what to call this, but I mean, it's this is a, this it's is a cute this, sweep. This, this is, is a cute one. This is
1: the pull out the rug from under you kind of sweep. You know what I mean? <laughs> when you're sweeping, you pull that rug and you sweep it under there. This is one of those things where it caught them by surprise. To to take two games and then to just lose four in a row. To think that you were the best team in the Eastern Conference and the way you did it, that is quite. That's quite. That's a. That's not really a gentleman sweep. That's a little do your dirty sweep. Listen.
2: Whatever happens in this final series, whether we win or lose, I'm hoping we win. And we're going to get to our predictions later. We will win. I know. Um, Like, ride with the mob. Like, stop this whole negative BS. Like, ride with the mob. It doesn't matter. Like, again, we're nice people. We'll take you on the bandwagon. You're going to sit in the back. But just cheer them on. Mm -hmm. Just cheer them on. Mm -hmm. We got to give...
0: You spoke a lot about Masai Ujiri bringing these pieces in. You know what the Raptors had... That I don't think any other team really utilized if they had it or didn't have it at all. The Raptors have versatility, right? Yes, Kawhi carried us on his back. Yes, yes, like he had to have a superhuman playoffs to do that. But the team that Masai and like Nick Nurse constructed around him allowed him to do that, right? You think Danny Green would be, you think Danny Green has back to back games. With zero points You think we're losing those games He's a starter But no We have the versatility to play Danny Green And then we have the coach who has the mindset to go Hey, even though I'm playing the longest team in the league In the Milwaukee Bucks I'm going to ride with a super small ball lineup With Fred Van Fleet, Kyle Lowry, Kawhi Leonard Norm Powell and Serge Ibaka at center And I'm going to be able to perform
1: Yeah, I mean To all those people that say that uh, we're soft if they're not nice. I like visiting too But it's soft <laughs> Alright Drake, Drake, <laughs> Drake is a it. dope rapper Yeah Chris Bruce, Bruce are, uh, Zip it Zip it Okay Listen You're absolutely right To say what you say We have a talented Deep roster That is willing to put up Meaningful minutes Including Fred Van Lee Right I mean You you go down We have a lot of Key matchups That are gonna They're gonna be Interesting to see But at least We have options I mean you Look at the Warriors Right now They don't have Kevin Durant Okay they don't have a, a fully healed DeMarcus Cousins. And I, I hope they bring him back because they're going to have to figure that figure that out. I think that's going to cause more problems than benefits, truth be told. But between Steph, Draymond, and Clay, who else do they have? Jordan Bell? Kevon Looney? Alphonso right?
2: McKinney? An, an injured uh, Andre Iguodala? You've got right? Bogut. Andrew Bogut? Oh, please bring in Andrew Bogut. Wasn't he like an MVP in Australia? Lord
1: knows. But all <laughs> I'm saying is that There's some interesting things at play here that, you know, if you're one of those uh, people that don't watch Raptors basketball or don't know what we're capable of, you're in for a big surprise, right? So, with that, let's get to our NBA predictions. Wait, guys. The Raptors are in the NBA Finals. The Raptors are in the NBA Finals. So, we'll start with you, Viknash. How do you see... The next sort of X amount of games going. Oh, game one,
0: we're gonna come out. Eleven days rest for the for for the um, for the Golden State Warriors. Raptors, you know, still there. We got like four. We got a good four days of rest. We're gonna come out. Game one's gonna be tough, but in typical fashion, we're gonna drop game one. Mm. Right. It's gonna be tight. We're gonna Hmm. drop game one. Okay. We're gonna pick it up game two. Then we're gonna go to Golden State, where everyone thinks that you know Golden State's gonna be back home. Hmm. They're gonna you know we're gonna pick up game two. Katie's gonna come back. You know oh yeah, Golden State's at home. They're gonna win. They're gonna win. Blah blah blah. We're gonna we're gonna split that, and then we're gonna come back for game five. We're gonna take care of game five. Hopefully try to close it on the road. That's not gonna happen. And I'm gonna
2: say wraps in seven. Ooh. Raps in seven. All right, Nisa, what you got? This is going to be a deep series, but I think the Raps will win it in f- seven games as well. <laughs> oh, okay. Back in the sixth. Okay. Jurassic Park. Go I see what you did, wild. It's going to be a shutdown ting, and all you're going to hear is just Drake in the streets. You know, you're, it's going to go from start from the bottom. Now we hear, we're going to hear, like, I don't, back to back, every single hype track. That Drake has ever made mm-hmm. is going to be like... No, it has to happen, man. Running the, the city is going to be a shutdown down ting. Not thing, ting for the Toronto Mans out there.
1: Mhm, mm-hmm. uh, Boys, I'm going to tell you exactly how it goes. And I'm sorry, I don't agree with you guys. I think you're both wrong.
2: What? What?
1: <laughs> What's going to happen? You were close. First game, Raptors are going to take an early lead. We're going to build up a double-digit lead. Close to 20. After the half, the Warriors are going to fight back. They're going to claw back. They're going to close down that lead. You're going to see the Raptors fans in the stadium kind of get a little quiet, a little tense. And the Warriors are going to pull off a game one upset. Game two, Nick Nurse studies, does some work. Kevin Durant is not back. You know, the Warriors just won. He is resting still. Calf strain is hard to come back from. The Raptors come out. And they hold a tight game. It's a very tight game all throughout. Leads changing back and forth, back and forth. And the Raptors win game two. Game series is split. 1-1. Going back to Oakland. The Raptors are angry. They're pissed off. Kawhi Leonard is out to prove that the last time he was in Oracle Arena, he didn't forget what happened. When Zaza Pachulia went up to the block and leaned into him, forced him for that injury, and then took him out of the series, Yeah, he ain't forgetting that. And the Raptors win Game 3 in Oracle Arena. Game 4. We see either DeMarcus Cousins or Kevin Durant come back. I'm going to say it's Kevin Durant. He comes back. The Warriors win Game 4. It's quite Mm -hmm. obvious they win Game 4. We come back to Toronto for Game 5. The Raptors, Nick Nurse, they've been studying. They understand. They pull up a switch. They put Kyle Lowry on Klay Thompson, Kawhi Leonard on Durant, and they also have Siakam transitioning between Steph and Draymond. They're going to pull a little fancy-fancy there, right? Maybe sometimes switching it up. So Serge Ibaka is on Draymond Green, and Siakam's on Steph. You know you don't have that speed, but you definitely have that length, just enough to frustrate him. And the Raptors win Game 5. Whoa. They go back with a 3-2 series lead into Oracle Arena. And despite Steve Kerr's best efforts, Nick Nurse has planned this game to a T, and the Raptors win the 2019 NBA Finals in six games against the Golden State Warriors and bring that dynasty to an end and send Kevin Durant packing. That's exactly how it's going to end. Mark my words. Ow. Okay, so you're saying wraps in six. Wraps in six, my friends. Wraps in six. That's exactly how it's going to end. And listen, game one is going to start in a few hours. And when I say a few hours, about uh, six hours at the time of recording this. Let's get this up online. We're definitely going to have post-game reactions, though, right? We're, we're going to do this, okay? Two oh. episodes in one day. I think, that,
2: I think that's what's supposed to happen. Yeah.
1: Let's let, let's do it. Let's do it. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you follow at the Risky Fox for more updates. We will see you after game one.